sights to show you. Welcome everyone to the 56th episode of the Sirens of Scream, the geek podcast that proves sometimes dead is better. And after a very long and hard and terrible work week, I am so excited to sit down on Friday evening and hang out with my two sirens, mm, Melissa Megan yes. and Jackie DeVore. Well, we've survived hurricanes. We've survived <laughs> so many deadlines. <laughs> My parenting, oh, Comic Con over there. <laughs> been a, it's been long. <laughs> it's it's been a month in a week over here. <laughs> For real, I feel like I'm still in the weekend. Like I'm not better yet. Mm-hmm. I'm still a little traumatized. <laughs> but yeah, this week we're just catching up with each other. We're gonna talk about some horror news talk about how excited we are for halloween now that it's almost like halfway through october um how how? i know it's crazy and melissa is going to tell us all the cool stuff she saw at new york comic con so many things i was like collecting things for you guys i'm I'm so excited (laughs) what do we want to start off with looks like we got a couple of wrecks let's get through those real quick yeah i wanted to talk about american horror story did you guys start the new season yet no, you're a guinea pig, dog. Oh my gosh. Okay, it's <laughs> it's really fun so far. I feel like they put a lot of effort and money and time into their first episode, because then the second episode feels like it drops off a little bit in comparison. Oh, it's one but, of those, oh, so that's what you spent your money on? <laughs> a little bit. Feels, oh. but, then, but then it gets better. I'm very excited about how it's like tying all the things together, and I'm kind of hoping that this will just be how the whole show wraps up because i can't really see what they're gonna do after this it's been very fun to watch i might try it Mm -hmm. i think we've skipped the last like two or three seasons i think that's okay (laughs) we we gave up on it back on hotel i believe yeah it seems like there's a little bit of hotel there hasn't been anything to do with the roanoke or the cult season so far i forgot they did a roanoke season i know it's it's secretly my favorite (laughs) (laughs) funny enough i had a conversation about this yesterday at work Mm -hmm. with the young girl that i work with and she was trying to convince me that i should watch it oh that's funny and i said well i i really miss jessica lang i think that when she left the show it definitely lost a lot of quality but i love evan peters and i always love what he does and she said well evan peters is a hairstylist i was like all right Mm -hmm. oh my god all right yeah you'll love it all (laughs) right i feel like you should have mentioned that part sierra like that that should have been a new breakdown right mm-hmm. that's true yeah i mean also kathy bates has like really good style in this kathy season bates is back I oh yes that. and she's super fab she's she's oh, doing, she's doing a good job yeah all right super fab yeah all right i might have to try again Hmm. Hmm. yeah it seems like they're very self-aware of like we don't really need to bring the circus stuff into this and we we can yeah. pass over some of the stuff that people didn't like and yeah can just- you can like cool it down with the shit you're trying too hard on and maybe just pay your writers a little more honestly Mm -hmm. so far they're mostly just focusing on the devil and witchcraft and those things work really well together nice and they haven't like introduced some weird crazy element that will go you know totally off the rails yet so i feel like the last couple seasons that i watched what sort of happened was they they would go on this nice trajectory where it seemed like things were really cool and build up a couple of cool characters and then everything just kind of went in all different directions and like didn't make sense anymore and i was like okay i don't i'm just you know like with like with uh coven Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like they started having some zombies and like you know the things were seemed to be going pretty cool and then stevie nick shows up fuck a bunch of yeah. stevie nicks i'm like what yeah. the hell is good there's just like weird shit going on then they're so just you know, like celebrity witches i'm like okay this is <laughs> i'm done with it and even hotel like I, there were so many things about hotel i loved and then there were things that just made absolutely no sense at all like mm-hmm. i don't even know what the whole vampire like line what was what what the hell was that even for the whole storyline of the vampires didn't make any sense at all i don't even know and look i, think I know it was just written so lady gaga could be a vampire I know we're going to get a bunch of sad tweets about me saying, fuck a bunch of Stevie Nicks. Listen, I know that some <laughs> of you love your white witch and you do you. I get it. Like, I, I understand. Have have fun there. But I don't need 
a six episode long terrible music video to Stevie Nicks in my horror. That's just yeah, just let her do her thing, but not like disrupt this whole I'm, story. I'm okay with her being a yeah. cokehead in her golden years outside of my bubble of horror yeah it seems a little like gratuitous and i think jackie's gonna tell us to vote again yeah i sure am yeah, <laughs> yeah That's my, good recommendation, <laughs> my, my recommendation i'm not even gonna try to pretend it's horror it's ballotready.org it's just it's a good website that if you put in your address it's gonna show you who your candidates are in your area it's gonna give you good information on them good neutral information which is not what you're gonna get if you visit my twitter feed mm. it's gonna show you your polling place and everything you need to know about the midterms that are happening in just a couple weeks here and and you are over 18 and you're an American citizen. You need to get your shit together and vote. It's not cute yeah, if you're real. sitting around not knowing what politics are and Mm-mm. sitting in it's, this trash fire. I know and it's not such voting. a luxury for people who think they can not care about politics. Yeah. It is uh, not cute, girl. Yeah. If at this point you are a grown ass American, get out there and vote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get your grown ass butt out there and vote for somebody. Agreed. All of my recommendations are about Comic-Con. <gasps> Let's Get hear it. it. I'm, I'm dying to hear it. First of all, I want to talk to you guys in person about the haunting of Hill House bathroom <laughs> that I accidentally walked into. <laughs> the, the surprise factor is really funny. <laughs> well, like, if you've ever been to Comic-Con, the bath, like any giant, you know, or thing like this, the bathroom lines are really long. Mm-hmm. And so my friend Carolyn and I were in line just going into the bathroom. It was just another bathroom. There was no signage. There was nothing to tell you anything was weird in that bathroom. I did notice there was a lady like stationed at the door, like controlling how many people came in and out. And I thought that was kind of weird. But uh, yeah, I get get into the booth and I like sit down to pee and I'm looking around. I'm like, why did why do the walls in here look like old wood? (laughs) I realized that like every inch of the bathroom was like was wallpapered. To look like the inside of a scary house. Oh, that's so oh cool! Oh my though. god, that's and awesome. Like, there's like black shadowy figures on one side, and then there's like this creepy like family portrait, and this is all inside the the stall that I was in. I'm like, what the hell? Now, I I want to ask if you took pictures, but it's also kind of weird if you take pictures in a public bathroom. I did take pictures, mm-hmm. but it was only <laughs> Carolyn and I in the bathroom at the time, and the lady who was guarding the door. So okay, I snapped cool. a couple pictures. I just haven't. I think I put a bunch. Of, I might have put some on Twitter, but I haven't put them anywhere else yet. And then you go out to the sink, and like you know, while I'm in the bathroom, there's there's like creepy music playing, and every now and then the lights flicker on and off. Ooh. And then I go out to the sink, and you go to wash your hands, and the lights flicker. And when they flicker off, then this face appears in the mirror, <gasps> oh, like a moving. <sighs> moving holographic like ghost face appears and just looks at you for a second and then just goes and just screams at you oh my god (laughs) it was so funny because i was in one stall and she was in the other and i was immediately when i figured out what was happening i didn't know what it was for but i was like oh this is a haunted bathroom this is so cool carolyn's like no it's not (laughs) i just want to pee in peace So it was awesome, yeah. And then on the way out, we noticed like on the wall, there was a little thing that said Haunting of Hill House. But there were promos for this thing all over the place, even out on the street. We were out walking in the city and I don't know if they do this in other big cities, but they have these like billboards that kind of come up out of the sidewalk. Oh, cool. Eye eye level billboard sort of. Mm -hmm. And it's or like a sign, but it's shaped like a billboard. And they had one of those that had like a camera in it. And this was just on the street, like several blocks away from the con. There's, there was some kind of camera in it because when you stand in front of it, you could see everybody walking behind you. And when you stood there, there was this like black shadowy figure standing next to you. <gasps> nice. And I was like walking and I stopped. I'm that's like, so is spooky. that that's the people behind me? And then I started like moving around and this black shadowy figure kind of stays right next to you and like follows you around in the camera. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And then on the other side, it had the Haunting of Hill House ad on it. So I was like, oh, damn, man, they're all over the place. God, I love some good marketing like that. <laughs> it was pretty cool. So down to the recommendations I found for you. I was walking around collecting cards all day. I was like, oh, they're going to like this and this. <laughs> so the first one I want to talk about is an Etsy page, and it's called Skirty Burt. 
<laughs> it's a girl named Brittany. I put the link in there for you guys. And this is a lot of pop culture stuff, most of it. But she did have some really cool spooky things in there that she was doing for Halloween. But she sews these really flattering looking, cute little like A-line skater skirts. Mm-hmm. I think is the style that they're called, you know, with like a fitted waist and then they flare out. Sierra, she has one on there of the Goosebumps Slappy the Dummy. Yeah. And yes, it's got his face all over oh it. Oh my gosh. You know, your nightmare before Christmas. She's got Ursula from Little Mermaid. She has she's 100 got skirts in here. This is crazy. This is yeah. crazy. <laughs> and then she's got all these cute little sweaters. She had these little like knitted sweaters, cat sweaters with cute little kittens doing funny things on them. She had all kinds of cool stuff at her booth. so and, cute. Damn, girl. Yeah, she's got like a sugar skulls skirt movie monsters like classic movie monster skirt but anyway i actually touched them and they were good quality and they were nicely made there's a section in her etsy called last chance sale and there's some skirts that are like only 25 dollars. nice and like for a handmade piece of clothing that's really that's awesome yeah they all look nicely hand sewn like they were good quality she had some like tank tops and t-shirts that i saw that i thought that you guys would like too but anyway all kinds of cute stuff Oh, she's got an apron in here. I didn't even know that. So yeah, that is Skirty Bert. That's her name. Let's see. The other one I wanted to tell you about. Ooh, the jewelry. Okay. (laughs) This huge booth full of jewelry. I mean, okay. She has got bones, skeletons. She got these necklaces that are like little demon babies and their arms and legs move. And this is... like Martha little dolls. Rotten. Martha Rotten is her name. And you can look at her website. And she's really, really sweet, too. She started talking to me about the earrings and kind of like, you know, how everything she does everything like lead free so that they don't irritate people's ears. Awesome. But she's got these beautiful, like sh- this big bracelet. It looks like gnarled up kind of like wood and like in branches. And they're all layered on top of each other to make this giant bangle bracelet. Nice. She had everything displayed with like skulls and like animal part like animal bones and yeah wow this is all of our vibes (laughs) it's so so good (laughs) it's so cool all kinds of weird animal like animal antlers and sculptures and like like uh pentagrams and and stuff are awesome Mm Did you see that there's these beautiful like tentacle bracelets that go into rings and stuff? Oh my god! Yeah, I I know. I'm just like I was in her booth, like just turning in circles. I'm like, oh my god, what am I gonna look at? The Ouija (laughs) bracelet is super cool. She's got the Ouija bracelet with the little Ouija indicator. That's cool. Yeah, and the little skull hairpins. Oh my god! (laughs) I love the little demon baby necklace. I. I, I might get that at some point because it's so cute. His little arms and legs like dangle around and move. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's a there's a demon baby, but it's a mermaid version. <laughs> oh, I just found her Etsy page too. I'll add that on the page for you guys. Beetle rings, knives and weapons, all kinds of cool stuff. The little bunny ring. Oh gosh. I'm gonna need that one. <laughs> <laughs> I took a picture of that big necklace that I sent to you that had like the bunny with the big horns and everything. Mm-hmm. Chicken bone earrings, all kinds of cool stuff. Just everything in her booth felt like, you know, felt like voodoo demon stuff. I love it. And it was awesome. And and all she was sitting right there like working on jewelry. What a cool lady. Yeah. She was super cool. And then the last one I wanted to share with you is an artist. The company is called Thirteenth Floor. He does some really interesting stuff because he kind of implants pop culture figures into what look like historical photos. I feel like I know this. Like historical photos of like war scenes. So there's like stormtroopers running up a beach, you know, in the middle of a war. Everything's very gritty and black and white and kind of like sepia tone. So it all looks very real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Oh, Billy Ludwig man. is the artist's name. Oh, there's a big canvas one of flying saucers over new york nice <laughs> this is oh, where i saw the shit. clothing okay <laughs> this, yeah this is now i remember this is where i saw this guy has some cool tank tops and t-shirts and stuff that were really cool lots of star wars stuff. he's gonna have to get that saucers in new york thing back in stock that's just i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> halloween collection yeah so his stuff was really cool prints were really nice they look like they're really well done oh you guys yeah the halloween collection is really nice Oh, the kitty. There's a black kitty in like a creepy looking sink. Oh, with with bat wings. With bat wings and and demon eyes. Yeah, I really like the the way everything kind of looks like an old tintype, but then he'll like sneak these modern references into them. Mm -hmm. Or just fuck up their eyes. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Jackie, you see the bird shark? I feel like that's right up your alley. I have not yet getting there. There's a bird with a shark head. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. <laughs> that's cool. So yeah, even though Comic-Con is mostly, you know, comic book and video game stuff and current kind of pop culture stuff, every year there's always a couple of like little hidden nooks of creepy horror type things in there people that are focused on on things that are more creepy and out of the ordinary so it's always fun to like find those little nooks and crannies you just have to deal with the incredibly thick crowd on the show floor and like Mm -hmm. make your way up and down the aisles slowly until you can get there (laughs) and i met with caitlin really our new artist who did our artwork for us awesome did you tell her that we love it i did i did and you guys all have prints on the way (gasps) they're in the went to the post office today oh i'm so happy she's very humble she was very excited that we liked it and she the coyotes is actually her first comic book that she's done so I think she was very excited that it's gotten her so many new fans. That's awesome. But yeah, I had to, I I printed them up before I left and stuffed them into a tube and then had to meet up with her on the second day. And I was like stuffing new prints into the tube while I was carrying it around to where I just couldn't fit anything else in there. (laughs) You got a good haul. (laughs) Every year I say, I'm not going to buy any more. I literally just put the art prints from last year up on the wall two weeks ago. Yeah, now you gotta buy more frames. Yep. Gotta wait for that next Michael's sale. I don't want to see any empty wall space in this house. (laughs) So that was Comic-Con. It was super fun. Oh, I went to two panels that were both really awesome and both, I think, apply to this show. One of them was for Good Omens, and that is a Neil Gaiman book that is going to be coming out as a TV show next year. I'm so excited about that. Everything I got to see, see a panel. Yeah, everything I see what? about the adaptation looks amazing. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. Yeah, the panel I saw had Neil Gaiman and David Tennant, John Hamm, oh, oh. my heart, Terry Pratchett was there too. <laughs> they were all there talking about the show, and then they showed us some trailers and some cool stuff. And it looks really funny. It looks very entertaining. Yeah, the book is really funny. Yeah. Well, that and John Hamm and David Tennant are both really Oof. good at comedy too. Oh my yeah. gosh. It's going to be great. We really went for David Tennant. We're like, we're going to see David Tennant this weekend since he's here. We have to get him in our eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't even know that John Hamm was there. We sat down and we were way in the back and then I heard his voice and I was like, oh, that's John Hamm. <laughs> <laughs> the other panel I went to, you guys, oh my God, I saw What We Do in the Shadows. <gasps> they had a What We Do in the Shadows panel, which I was not even aware existed until oh, Friday. <laughs> Oh, where I lost the train of thought. I got so excited. Jermaine Clement was there and Taika Waititi. And forgive me, I can't remember the third person's name, but he was another writer who's working on it. Mm -hmm. Before they even came out on stage, they had the host come out and announce to everybody that they were going to show us the entire pilot episode of what we do in the Shadows TV show. Oh, my God. Really? So I've seen the first episode of what we do in the Shadows. It's good. It's really good. It's really good. It's it's um Jermaine is not in it and neither is Taika. Taika. It's a whole different cast, mm-hmm. oh. but it's the same setup. Roommates living together. Um, there's a female vampire this time. Oh, interesting. Yep, and there is a. I don't want to give away too much, but there is a new kind of modern vampire in the house this time. Oh, shit. That had people, like, rolling, laughing (laughs) in their seats. Yeah, it was really neat. And when it was in the Hammerstein Ballroom, so it was this really cool, like, old-style theater. Wow. We were sitting, like, up in a balcony watching it. Then the guys came out and sat on stage and chatted about it. And they were really fun to watch. I mean, they're as funny just sitting on stage as they are on screen. I believe it. They're just poking fun at each other and like making stupid jokes and because that never happens you know usually they just show you a trailer or something and they're like yeah we're gonna show you the first pilot of the, the pilot episode that's so cool yeah i got to see something secret <laughs> <laughs> do you know when it's coming out off the top of your head i think spring was the was the only thing that that we they said yeah oh, i don't want to have to wait that's like Ever. I'll tell you guys more detail about it off air if you want to hear more. Cool. That's great. But I was sworn I to secrecy. I can't say anything more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to upset Taika. Oh, no. Nobody can hurt Understood. that. 
that understandably yeah (laughs) (laughs) did i tell you i and i had a a a random encounter with taika no i wouldn't call it an encounter but i was standing about two feet away from him i went to visit an artist named bill sinkevich who has been around for a very long time i went to pop in and just say hi to him because we've had a lot of conversations online as i was standing there waiting for a moment for my chance to say hi to him he was talking to somebody else that person walked away and taika watini comes like doing a jig like dancing into the booth (laughs) and like launched into the and they like hugged each other i found out later bill told me that they're old friends but like just he just like just like danced in all of a sudden and hugged him and then like launched in this really intense conversation and i was stuck in one of those awkward situations of like i was standing really close because i was it was my turn to like go and talk to him so like i didn't know if i should back away or like and i didn't want to interrupt the conversation so i just stood there awkwardly watching them talk for two minutes and then yeah and and thinking in my head like is there any polite way to ask for a picture right now but there just wasn't i I couldn't interrupt and then as soon as they stopped talking uh bill said something about catching a flight oh man and then and he literally taika like danced back out again like i don't think he just walks he kind of like this is how he he goes around the world yeah (laughs) kind of a magical person (laughs) did like a leap skippy thing and like it's gone again like oh my god that was like waititi right there no (laughs) he just like swept in like a little fairy and then left again (laughs) that sounds magical (laughs) yes magical but you know i regret that i didn't get to at least say hi to him but i was just standing there stunned for the whole time they were talking (laughs) And then it's the awkward thing of like, you know, you don't want to make somebody feel like, oh, I just showed up in your booth to talk to this other guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure. Right. You know, it's like, I really, I wasn't here to see him, but now that he's here, I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of want to see him. <laughs> so, yeah, that was Comic-Con Adventures. Nice. At least Sounds the stuff like that's interesting time. for you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure you have so much more to talk about on Talking Comics, too. Yeah, a lot of comic book stuff, a lot of artists and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think anybody that was horror related necessarily. Nice. I don't think so. Oh, I did get a really cool vampire in my sketchbook this year. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I think I've talked about on the show the book Redlands. Yes. Which is the one about the the group of witches who take over this like southern town. Yes. It sounds awesome. Yeah, you guys remember that? That was drawn by a woman named Vanessa Del Rey. It was a really incredible artist from Miami, and she was there, and I have a, a little sketchbook, which is like sometimes some artists will agree to do it and some don't, but some people do it for free and some people ask you to pay, but you, uh, most of the time I have to leave it with them. Mm-hmm. And mine is set up where I have like tabs with kind of prompts, like inspirational prompts, and so they can pick whatever they want. Oh, that's oh, really cool. cute. Yeah, it's just like a fun thing because, you know, I'm sure most of them get asked to do like Batman and Catwoman 15 times a day mm-hmm. yeah so i just kind of hand it to them and let them do whatever they want and vanessa had a tab in there that said vampire and there was nothing in it and she said i think i'm gonna have to do your first vampire <laughs> <laughs> and it was the morning that i saw what we do in the shadows so oh, i said, just came perfect. from a panel about vampires and then we got in this really cool conversation about our love for what we do in the shadows that's awesome so it was fun and she drew me like a really cool bloody vampire with a little dagger and stuff nice. yeah you're gonna have to you're gonna have to send us a picture of that we're gonna well, I did to post that. that on Twitter yesterday, I think. Ooh, I missed oh, it. Okay, well, then I'm going to have to go to your Twitter. Yeah, I got to go find it. Not immediately, yeah, but definitely immediately. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys see the new Pet Cemetery trailer that came out? Yes. Yes. <gasps> Starts out with big, bold letters. Sometimes dead is better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now everybody knows how smart we are. Not that, not that we're partial to that or anything. No, <laughs> never heard that before. I think it looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm it does excited. look pretty good. Ooh, wow! I just saw the vampire. That oh. looks awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my Comic Con stuff.
Jackie, you have a big list of things, and I've heard some of them, but then there's other things that I like. I don't do. even you know hear yet. About them? Yeah. Yes, please. All right. So one thing is actually happening right now as we're talking. I'm sure we're all going to get off of this and probably go and watch at least a little bit of it. And that is Christine McConnell's Netflix show is happening right now. It is released today on the 12th as we're recording this. And you guys won't even like our audience here won't even hear it until it's done being edited. So Mm -hmm. you're a few days late, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Christine McConnell's show is already happening. If you're not sure who Christine McConnell is, she's that incredibly interesting woman who creates these really ornate confections and creepy crafts and things that she did on Instagram for quite a long time. It just kind of blew up for her. She did them just for fun. And as as I recall from reading a post of hers a long time ago, just sort of as a stress relief in between jobs. <laughs> and it just kind of grew exponentially from there. And now she's has her own show. Have you guys seen the trailer for this at all? No, this is one that I do not know anything about. Do you want to know anything about it going in? I, I, do you think we should? I don't know. Yes. I will tell you that there are like <laughs> Muppets involved. Oh my gosh. The I know. Muppets like, are like puppets. Like Muppets, Muppets, like they're going to, they're going to talk to you and it's, I don't know how to feel about it. Like I want to keep an open mind because it, like I saw the trailer and I'm going to be real. It seems a little bit on the cheesy side, but I don't, I don't know if it's good cheesy yet. And I'm, I'm going to keep an open mind that it is good cheesy. Mm -hmm. So like it, it definitely seems like it could be really funny and really interesting. And the aesthetic looks absolutely gorgeous, like everything she touches. So I'm, I'm very interested. It's going to look at least very cool. Damn. I've been watching yeah. Halloween Wars, and it sounds like maybe the classy version of that. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen Halloween Wars, oh, it's but like I'm a, dying to. I want to say it's on the Food Network or something. I think it is. Yeah, but it's it's a teams of candy makers and pumpkin carvers and bakers make weird right. like scenes. That just sounds like some shit I need to apply for right now. Oh, it's so fun. And it only comes out <laughs> in October and it's like maybe the fourth season or something and it's really fun. Our next news is a double feature of Jordan Peele here. I don't know what he's doing with life right now, but I think we need to like just go ahead and befriend him. I don't know how we're going to go about this, but we need <laughs> we need to track him down and be like, dude, we need to get on this ship that you're setting sail on right he's now. He's making so many cool horror stuff, and then also like has a new baby. I like, know. how does he just doesn't sleep? I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like he clearly had a dream of reinventing some some things in the horror genre and. I am here for it. Mm-hmm. Dude is rebooting the Twilight Zone. And it will actually be the host. Yes. Ooh. There is a teaser released and it looks good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really does look good. The thing that I am really appreciating about Jordan Peele and his love of the horror genre is that he doesn't seem to be just taking in these older horror things that we all love and just kind of vomiting up for, you know, some cash value mm-hmm. here he seems to actually appreciate it and want to show it the love that it deserves and give it that good home in our hearts that we all have for it and rebooting the twilight zone it looks like he's going to do it some some really good justice here like it yeah really looks like a 2018 or 2019 version of the twilight zone like and like for real like you're saying like he definitely wants to like further the the stories and the genre and like definitely add more to it instead of regurgitating it and i'm really excited about the twilight zone for that reason because it's not going to be like the black mirror again of like oh look at technology and all the foils of humanity like i think it's going to actually be really thoughtful yeah it might actually be some fresh stories there like Mm -hmm. not just repackaged nonsense he's also redoing the candy man which again was another thing was like wait should you but this is another thing where i wouldn't really trust a lot of filmmakers to redo this kind of thing but it's jordan peele not only is it jordan peele and if you actually hear him talk about this kind of shit he is passionate about the horror genre yeah he's wicked smart he is a blessing from the original Candyman on this like (laughs) like legit tony todd apparently talked to jordan peele about this and was like yeah 
this is going to be dope. Let's, let's definitely (laughs) (laughs) see how this goes here. So like if Tony Todd is on board, I think we can all like open our hearts to this, open our dark horror hearts to this nonsense. I'll be honest. I haven't spent too much time with the actual movie Candyman. I read the Clive Barker short story, but I don't know if I've actually seen the movie all the way through. Oh, really? Yeah, really. Isn't that weird? I guess that's weird. It's been a minute since I've seen it, but it's definitely going on my rewatch list, and I am excited to see what Jordan Peele will do with it. 32 Next Days thing. of Horror added on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should do a um, 31 Days of Rewatches. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In appendix. <laughs> The next thing on the list is something I am personally, like, ridiculously psyched about. And, you know, I was trying to actually think about why I'm so psyched about this. And I I don't really even know why this holds such a huge part of my heart here. But Sabrina, the chilling adventures of Sabrina, comes out on Netflix on the 26th. And for some reason, I am just in love with the world of Sabrina. Like, that cheesy fucking early 2000s show and everything. I just fucking love (laughs) Sabrina. Like I like when I was a kid, I read the the stupid like Archie comics of Sabrina mm-hmm. and everything, and I just I I adore her. But this and Salem inter- the cat, <laughs> Salem is such a ham, and He's I love it for it. Yeah, but then this one's like <laughs> actually so scary looking. I know, and there there is a new graphic novel that is in this world of Sabrina. There actually is a darker version of the Archie comics too. It's the zombie apocalypse of of Archie. It's it's kind of crazy, but I I have this graphic novel of the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and it is awesome. It is so dark, and it is so fucking cool. And the trailers that are coming out for this Chilling Adventures of Sabrina look so amazing. Like, I genuinely believe this is going to fill that hole in my heart that (laughs) coven, that coven season left there Mm -hmm. of American Horror Story. And then it's just been hanging there empty and growing cobwebs for years over this. So I, I have hope. I have hope for this. Yeah, it looks very demonic. I know somebody who may be on another podcast that I do mm. who got an early preview of this show. Oh, shit. And he had really good things to say about it. That's awesome. Good. good. Awesome. And this next yeah. news is for Sierra, though. Mm-hmm. It was just his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you want to read this one? R.L. Stein <laughs> has signed on to write six more Goosebumps books. Oh, shit. Oh, and also the new movie just came out this week, so it's a big, big time to be the Stein. (laughs) I don't know why there is such a comeback of 90s horror, but I am so here for it. It's just like R.L. Stein and Stephen King are just like, yes, let us be (laughs) your master. I know. (laughs) Let us take over all of your media. (laughs) The scariest stories to tell in the dark and shit, and like mm-hmm. it's just all coming back, and I I love it. It's wonderful. I mean, it's just fun that there's so much horror stuff happening that we had to base a whole episode on it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Very exciting. And this next one, we were actually talking a bit right before we started the episode, and we had to do that thing. We were like, no, no, let's start recording. <laughs> Netflix's The Haunting of Hill House has already been called the first great horror TV show, and it already has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It is up on streaming services now. I think it's on Netflix. Is that on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'm we were so talking excited. about. I love Shirley Jackson. <laughs> yeah, what have you guys seen from it so far? I haven't. I haven't watched any of it at all. But no, nothing. And I've been avoiding. I haven't either because Brian works really late right now, and I knew that he would want to see it. So every time I turned on, and I did watch Netflix today, I was like, "Nope, it's not there. I don't see you." <laughs> <laughs> Just girl faster. <laughs> really wanted to watch it, but I didn't. <laughs> don't hover too long. Don't let the trailer start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling this is going to be big weekend plans for us here. We actually had mm-hmm. to take in all of our um, Halloween decorations because of the freaking hurricane this week. You know that breaks my Halloween love and heart. So as we're putting those out this weekend, I have a feeling that it's going to get like really Halloweeny up in the DeVore house and that this is going to be a part <laughs> of it. 
That's funny. I just picture you and Drew hunkered down, surrounded by bunnies and like Halloween decorations in your house. That is 100% accurate. (laughs) And Drew like came to me. He's like, we got to take the outside Halloween decorations down. I'm like, don't you fucking dare. And he's like, they're going to blow away. I don't want them to get hurt. (laughs) (laughs) It was it was a mess. It was it was a problem. I feel like I've already lived haunting a pill house a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> I love that. I love that you I've didn't experienced know it. what was going in before <laughs> experiencing it. That makes it even better. I thought of you guys as soon as I shouted in the bathroom, too, because I'm like, I knew my friend is not into scary things at all. She actually <laughs> listens to our show just to support us, but she doesn't like Aww, scary things. That's really nice. <laughs> what a sweetheart. But she, like, I, you know, I knew, I was like, oh, look at this, so cool. And I was like, she was, no, it's not. I was like, the sirens would love this. <laughs> I'm sure she was happy for you to be happy in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't stop telling everybody about the scary bathroom. <laughs> so this next news, I'm not sure what to do with because it's weird. <laughs> Lime, Lime Town, the podcast, which is pretty good, by the way, is being made into a show for Facebook. And that's the part Facebook. I don't know what I don't to do like with. It. What? I don't right? like it. Right? Like, it's so like, it's everything with facebook right now of like the videos with ads like i just i start watching these dog videos guys and i am like very excited to watch these cute dogs or these funny cats and then they're like commercial starting in five four three two and i'm like no Uh, how dare you facebook and i think it's just gonna be like that i know for me it's like i i get sucked into watching how something is made and then like Mm -hmm. halfway through it's like here it comes it i'm like i didn't want to know that badly I know. Don't I, interrupt my tasty baking. Honestly. I didn't know that Facebook had shows. What the hell? I know. Yeah, they have, I, like, that's... channels now. Oh. Yeah. I went to... Instagram does, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a TV I thing. I don't like that as a trend. I think it's very, like, markety, and I don't think consumers are actually going to latch Yeah, not everything it. needs its own channels and videos and shit, but this mm-hmm. is... Apparently even starring Jessica Biel. And season two of the podcast is due out soon. Season two of the podcast, I will actually listen to the show. But not the Facebook show. No fucking much of that. That's just nonsense. <laughs> Can I confess something? Go for it. I wanted the, I wanted the lore show to be better. I did too. Oh, I think everybody feels that way. I'm really, I'm really happy that it got made, but it, I'm not sure how I feel about podcasts being made into shows. Like, I, I love my brother, my brother and me, and I enjoyed their show, but it isn't the same. I saw um, a trailer for season two of Laura just today and immediately mm-hmm. thought, Ugh, I wish mm-hmm. the show was as interesting as that trailer was. I know. Do you think that it's because... A podcast, like a big part of the appeal of a podcast is the kind of intimacy and unscripted feeling of it. And, you know, that feeling of just like people chatting. I realize that Laura is definitely more scripted and produced, but when you turn it into a show, it kind of becomes this like really produced and arranged and carefully molded Mm -hmm. thing that it loses a lot of that intimacy. Yeah. And then also for me, podcasts are like something I can have on throughout the day while I'm multitasking and doing other things and like commuting like it's enhancing things but it's not Mm -hmm. my main focus yeah and so when it's like my main focus and I'm watching these visuals of this thing it's not it like falls flat a little bit also when uh it's put on onto a visual medium like that it's they're not even really changing it into a really good scripted visual medium they're basically just kind of adding pictures to Mm -hmm. the podcast yeah it felt a little like like a powerpoint a little bit yeah (laughs) yeah, exactly look at these pictures that emphasize my point yeah it's like the the adaptation of it was wasn't really done that well it's like the stories are still really interesting and Mm -hmm. and aaron Mankey is so cool but you don't really need to see them yeah exactly yeah 
I also think a big appeal of that show is his voice mm-hmm. and the way that he speaks. And so when you're distracted by pictures, it it t- takes you out of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And absolutely. he was almost... all of his voice isn't as powerful when you're distracted by something else. It's almost like he was too good at the podcast because he describes it so well that the visual is almost like fault, like not as good as what I was imagining in my head because of his descriptions. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah, I also don't ju- just don't like the trend either of kind of like we're just going to create as much content as we can, mm-hmm. and an easy way to do that is to you know rehash yes. the content you already enjoy into a different medium. Yeah, mm-hmm. just kind of yeah. The audience is already there, so it. we'll just give them more of the same thing. Yeah, I'm not sure that's going to work out well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm think I'm trying to think of other podcast shows, and like Comedy Bang Bang is the other one that I really I think did the right thing. Of like, it's it created a format that was different than the show. Mm-hmm. And, like, it has, it carries over the characters, but, like, also everybody involved is, like, a very good improviser and a very good actor, so, like, they could bring it to that format. So, I have one little bit of news mm-hmm. that I don't know if you guys were aware of, because I wasn't aware of it until I was told quite forcefully that it couldn't be left out of our show. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Fangoria. The long-running and popular horror magazine has been brought back to life from the dead. It's a zombie magazine. It returned, yeah. I don't remember the whole story, but there was apparently a long story about how the whole thing was kind of canceled, and then some people tried to bring it back, and it didn't work so well. But I think that this magazine is a part of a lot of people, especially from my generation, and and older than me they're kind of like early you know passion for horror because mm-hmm. you know they didn't have the internet it was like a also, secret fan club us, us old folks yeah. didn't have the internet back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was and like and they like and they did you know it wasn't just about like horror they did all this kind of like stuff about special effects and like behind the scenes and you would get to read about how things were created and hear like the input of of the the uh, the creative minds that were making all these scary things that you were enjoying on the screen. So I think it just, you know, I know Ryan was obsessed with special effects growing up and and he has rehashed to me how important this magazine was to him growing up. And we actually got the the first issue of the <gasps> of new the Fangoria new magazine. Ooh. It arrived. I didn't look at it because it was wrapped in black plastic like a Playboy oh. magazine or something. Ryan needs to <laughs> do the unveiling of that. I know. I didn't want to like ruin his excitement and open it up, so I left it wrapped. But <laughs> I'm like, I haven't seen a magazine like this since like, you know, old style Playboy with <laughs> like they're wrapped in black so you can't see anything. Oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. It's really funny that it's just a horror magazine, but it's all covered up. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, I'll let you guys know how it is, but I can see I'm looking at the cover online right now and it looks like it's focused heavily on the Halloween remake that's coming out. Yeah, that makes sense. Or not remake, but I guess the new Halloween film that's coming out, mm-hmm. which I think is what our next episode is going to be about. Hell yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, we're going to have Ryan on to give us a little lesson in the Halloween franchise. Oh, he just opened it and handed it to me. <laughs> <laughs> the magazine. Wow, it is really nicely made. Oh, he got a poster. Look at that shit. That's cool. So he's got a giant poster with all these different horror pinhead and Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees. Like this amazing poster. I wonder who did the art for that. That's so cool. Yeah, it's a really nice magazine. It's actually, it feels more like a trade paperback. It's got like really thick covers. Oh, wow. Um, it's not It's not like a soft, floppy magazine. That's crazy. It's like thick paper, and the covers are really thick. Wow, the, okay. All right. So I'm going to read this. I gave him <laughs> a little bit of a hard time the other day, because I was like, we don't read magazines. What are we going to do with another magazine? But this is really cool. <laughs> oh, it looks like there's some Jordan Peele in here, too. Oh, shit. Oh, I think you guys are going to have to subscribe to Fangoria. Yep. Right? Guess we gotta. I think it's only, Ryan, what is it, four times a year? Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, he said it's only like four times a year, yeah. Oh, it's so special. Yeah. It's really nicely made. It's a that's a thick magazine. Not what I expected. Yeah, so our next episode is going to be, Ryan is, uh, is uh, I'd say, a bit of an expert on the Halloween franchise. And with the new movie coming out, 
we thought it would be fun to do an episode that focuses on that franchise. And I know that there's a lot of fun stuff, like, in the history of it and, like, really interesting trivia and all kinds of weird things and behind the scenes that we can learn about. Yeah, I'm super excited for it. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I have just one more thing that we need to cover in this episode. You do? What is everybody going to do for Halloween? Oh. Honestly, not much. <laughs> I know that, that sounds like so anticlimactic, especially coming from me. No, this this entire month and year has been like so fucking crazy over here. Mm-hmm. So have to take a rest. Yeah. Drew and I have decided we're going to make it a very home based holiday this year and do like make some Halloween cookies, make some cider put on some horror movies and hand out candy. We do get a lot of trick-or-treaters. We actually have several families that come in from other parts of the town just oh, nice. to come to our house. You're the good neighborhood. <laughs> we're the we're the good house. So we like I'm actually getting a photo banner that people can stick their faces in and take pictures cuz we have at least two families that specifically want to take pictures with our decorations every year. Oh, that's awesome. One of the little girls was a hot dog last year and she's still my hero. <laughs> was she in a bun? <laughs> She was was dressed as a hot dog. And I I was like trying to be so cool about how awesome her costume was. (laughs) But yeah, so we're going to, we're just going to chill and I'm I'm probably going to like dress up as a witch or a vampire or some shit anyway. Yeah. We're going to hang out and hand out candy and be cool. That sounds really (laughs) lovely. We don't get any trick-or-treaters at my house because we're on a busy road with no real sidewalks. Yeah. We don't either. Yeah. So I kind of miss that, but my town does Halloween really well and it's one of the things we love about this place is they really celebrate they bring it all out for halloween there's a a, a little area of the neighborhood called huguenot street that has these like 17th century like super old stone houses and they do like historical tours there year round and they open it up really early at like six o'clock in the evening for kids it's all closed off to traffic and the kids do trick-or-treating there and they have like the uh the reenactment people come out in like their big fancy dresses and their old clothing and they stand out at the historical houses and pass out candy that sounds amazing it's really cool because it's this there's like cobblestone roads and stuff so you get to hang out in this old neighborhood and you know the kids they they don't make you knock on the door or anything they all stand out on the porches but it's fun because it's not super spooky you know and then the bakery in town which is walking distance from that neighborhood has a really impressive pumpkin carving contest and they display them all out in this like outdoor courtyard around the bakery so you can walk around and see all the pumpkin and then so we kind of do it in order we do huguenot and then we go up and do the pumpkin carving and we look at them and then we walk up to main street where they have a parade that goes all the way down main street and ends at like the firehouse and the firehouse passes out candy and the parade is is so much fun because it's like you know you have all the classic like local people that get involved in the parade the 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 police and the fire people and then a couple businesses and then Everybody who's watching the parade from the upper part of Main Street kind of joins in and walks in the parade as it as it goes down the street. So you get to see like everybody who's out and about in their costumes at the same time. It's really fun. And every year it's, you know, we have to get down there really early because this is a small town and it's really hard to find parking. But it's always really fun because you can basically just spend the whole night like out on the street walking around town and celebrating Halloween. And there's tons of people out. Does it get super cold? By October 31st? That, that's different for different years. Mm-hmm. There's been years when, like, it's cold and we have to bundle up, and then there's been years when it's it's really comfortable, so it's kind of nice. hard to tell yeah. around here. Yeah, I was expecting it would be, like, really cold. <laughs> well, yesterday was 78 degrees, and oh today, my God. <laughs> today didn't even hit 60. Oh, that's so weird. So if that's mm-hmm. <laughs> any indication, Max's birthday is on November 1st, the day after Halloween, because mm-hmm. Halloween's big in this house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just the party keeps going. <laughs> I'm like, just stay in. You can't yep. come out on Halloween, kid. You got to wait one more day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so his birthday is the day after. And every single year I get stuff like hoping that we can be outside for this birthday party. Yeah. So I don't have 15 kids tearing my house up and it never works like it's always like the week before it's too cold you know 
he's never been able to have an outdoor party so it's just it's kind of weird in the fall like the temperature goes up and down pretty drastically from day to day is are the leaves all autumn Falling they're starting stuff. to <gasps> the this, leaves this are morning, out of me here and it's so beautiful <sighs> yeah this morning was the first time that i saw leaves on the ground and went outside and there were actually leaves laying on the ground which i don't totally look forward to at my house because my house is surrounded by gigantic oak trees what happens every year is i wake up one day and i can't even see my driveway like, <laughs> i'll take a picture for you guys the entirety of my yard and my driveway will be coated in leaves and it it literally takes us from fall until snow starts falling to <laughs> move those leaves off of the yard. And usually we don't get them all moved before the snow starts because oh, there's no. just so fucking many of them. Melissa, I have, yeah. I have one more question and it's going to seem out of context. Okay. Do you have apple orchards in your area that do like cider donuts and stuff like that? A ton. Okay. They're everywhere. Drew and I are going to come visit you one okay. Halloween. Because this is like what you described as 100% my autumn dream. Like having always lived in like the southeast area of the United States, that is like what you described is what I've always dreamed of having in Mm -hmm. the autumn. And like I am feeling it. Yeah. I want it. (laughs) I I live in like I, I live in the most popular tourist area for fall, like the leaf peepers mm-hmm. all the city people new york city is an hour and a half away so all the city yeah. people come up here on the weekends as soon as the weather gets cool and my, my little town is just packed full of tourists who are just going mm-hmm. to orchards going yeah. on the mountain taking pictures of leaves yeah i would send you some but they're a lot better when they're warm yeah and when we lived in the mountains of north carolina we did get good fall we, we got like four solid seasons there but we didn't get those apple orchards or the freaking mm-hmm. cider or a good like yeah like good town halloween you know what i mean like with the oh, yeah. come and all visit that us. Shit. this place yeah. is perfect for that we like yeah. there's a mountain in view of my house so we're just we're in the mountains yeah, yeah. We, we all gotta go to that graveyard that makes the cider out of the apple trees i i think we're gonna have to do a siren that's visit. in brooklyn that's what's gonna have to <laughs> <Worth> happen <it. laughs> yeah we'll do that 100%. and we'll do sleep no more have you guys done yeah. sleep no more no what's that oh my god they like have a a whole hotel building and it's like an interactive theater thing and you go through and you like follow people around and they i think it's like a version of Macbeth, but you follow different actors around through different rooms and eventually and like sometimes actors will like grab you and like take you on a little adventure awesome and it sounds really spooky and weird and like super fun we do have a big attraction here is the headless horseman halloween thing and it's like it's it's basically like a place where they have like four or five different haunted houses it's all in this big farm and they're they're all different haunted houses and you can go through each of them and then they have like a, a corn like a haunted corn maze and it's just on this huge property so you just go from one thing to okay, another this, this sounds cool as shit and i think we need to plan our next <laughs> halloween up there that's super popular and i could take yeah. you guys to sleepy hollow cemetery the one that i got locked into yes. <laughs> <laughs> which is the largest cemetery i've ever seen in my life it's amazing <laughs> sierra let's let's start making plans yeah that yeah. sounds wonderful <laughs> Max is going to be Bowser this year, and so I'm going to be a shy guy. <gasps> nice. Ooh, that's a good oh. one. We're doing Super Mario <laughs> villains, yeah. I and I have it. the laziest costume, you guys. I got this big, fat, fluffy, comfy red hoodie that's got like a belt sewn onto the bottom, and it's got a little white, like soft leather type material shy guy mask that just like snaps onto the front of the hoodie. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> it's the laziest <laughs> costume I've ever done. But I'm gonna wear the hell out of that sweatshirt afterwards because it's one of those ones that's got like really soft furry stuff on the inside. It's so comfy. Oh, that's nice. nice. Yeah, so I'm just gonna be a shy guy. I don't know what Ryan's going to do yet. Unfortunately, he might end up working late, and I hope not, but this might be a year that he misses some Halloween stuff. Make him be Bowsette. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he he would. I wouldn't have to make him. (laughs) Sarah, what are you guys doing? So, tomorrow morning, we fly down to LA, and we're going to go to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal. Nice. Oh shit. And I'm so excited. Oh, and shit. <laughs> and then we're spending time in Disneyland too. And it's the oh, I haven't yeah. I haven't been on the Haunted Mansion ride while it's Nightmare Before Christmas themed. 
And so oh. I'm like checking off a bucket list. I'm super oh, excited. I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. So that's like our our big Halloween excursion. Better see so many pictures. Oh I yeah, mean, like- no, Instagram's gonna be blowing up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Every year, our friends Adam and Kevin do a really good Halloween party, and this year's theme is classic Universal horror. So, oh, so like black and white Dracula and Frankenstein and stuff. Oh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. And the last one that they threw was Hocus Pocus. Nice. And it was super good. So I'm I'm very excited. Have you guys decided what your universal costumes are going to be? Yet? I'm not sure exactly. I have a, an image in my head and it's not like a specific character or anything, but I really want to make like a paper mache mask. I've been cool. I've been needing some arts and craft time that I haven't gotten. And so I need to make time for this. But I want to blow up a big balloon, like as big as I can make it, and then paper mache around it and make it just a gigantic eyeball that then I can just wear on my head all night. <laughs> Slash, and by all night, I mean like the first five minutes at the party. And Before we can take pictures. And then I can take yeah. it off and just like be comfortable for the rest of the yeah. night. <laughs> Long enough for photos. <laughs> Secondary idea is maybe Lydia, the animated cartoon, though. So yeah. they're like poncho, the poncho look. I was, was going to do that last year. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like it wouldn't take too long to put together. Yeah. And so I think I might do that one for work on Halloween day. If I can get my shit together. We'll see. I don't know. Yep. Oh, I'm so excited, guys. Me too. Let's hope for no more weird storms or fires or weird... No more disasters. Disasters, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Catastrophes. That would be nice. Let's just chill for the rest of the month. I know. We got to regain our strength before the next election. <laughs> I know. For the midterms. <laughs> oh, by the way, we show up on uh, Spotify now. They fix their podcast oh, nice. stuff. That's good. Yay! I'm going to tell my friends that and they'll think I'm all fancy. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Well, I'm very excited that it's midway through October and we get time to talk about it gab together. And I'm so excited to hear about the new Halloween movie and the Halloween franchise on our next one. Oh, yeah. I think we should make sure that any pictures that we throw up on Twitter of our Halloween adventures go out on the sirens, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, 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 for sure. Anything else? We good? No, nope, just a reminder that we do have those 31 days of horror out. That's right. Yeah. You need anything spooky to watch. You need those we're recos. Gonna, we're going to wrap this shit up, and all of us are going to go watch The Haunting of Hill House. Yes. Yeah, yes. I've been, like, itching. Itching to go. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this has been Sirens of Scream. You can follow us online on Twitter and Facebook and all those places, Instagram, sirensofscreen.com. You can listen to us on Spotify now, which is awesome, and it helps us a lot if you leave reviews and ratings so that other people find us through algorithms and things, you know. And we like to hear all about people's favorite horror movies and all those things. We like when people are secret experts and we can bring them on and educate all of us and enlighten us to the different facets of horror. So if you guys have any recommendations of people we could have on the podcast or podcasts that we could host on, we'd love to hear that. And you can contact us at sirens at sirensofscream.com. You can find me at, at Sierra Houck on the internet. Melissa and Jackie, I, I know your tags, but do you want to say them? <laughs> You yeah. can find me on Lisa Punch on Twitter and Instagram and on the Talking Comics podcast. I'm Jackie the Robot on Twitter and Instagram. Awesome. Everybody, take care of yourselves. And I love you guys. And I'm really glad that you guys are my, my podcast hosts. And hey, have a good October. <laughs> Later, guys. Damn! Daylight come and me won't go home. Work all night and I drink a rum. Daylight come and me won't go home. Stack banana till the morning come. Daylight come and me won't go home. Come, Mr. Tallyman, tie.
banana. Me like come and me want go home. Come, Mister Tally Man, Tally me banana. Me like come and me want go home. Live six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch. Is that them? Is that them? Is that them? 